welcome to In My Mug, 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 episode all the threes on Monday the 30th of March 2015. I'm your host Stephen Layton. I like news. Do you like news too? And there is still a chance to get some of the Ides of March blends that we've been doing. The Here's Johnny, the Fruit Bowl, uh, Perfetio. Um, some of them will be staying, but you haven't really told me which ones yet. So if you leave it up to me, you might not get what you want. So please do drop us an email or tweet or something about which one you would uh, you think has been your favourite out of the four if you've had them. Last week you may have seen a trophy that was sat on my table here and I was being a little bit naughty as it wasn't mine. Um, it was the trophy for the Brewers Cup that was held last weekend that I was competing in. Now bear in mind I make beans go brown. I'm not a barista, I've never claimed to be a barista uh, but I ended up finishing third behind a previous World's Coffee and Good Spirits finalist and a previous Brewers Cup finalist from Canada uh, who's now living and working in the UK. So I'm kind of happy as a bean browner I managed to make it into third and I was not far away. In fact on the on the Sunday if it was just those scores I, I would have won but uh, unfortunately I wasn't so good on the Saturday. But I am the still, still the king of Chemex as I finished the highest placed person using a Chemex. Um, well done to Gordon Howell of uh, the Attic Harlequin, who uh, who was the eventual winner using La Lujon Natural from us. So I was beaten by my own coffee. But yet yeah, this week's coffee is the coffee that I used in the Brewers Cup, so uh, a little bit topical. And don't forget that there's a bank holiday coming up, a Good Friday and a bank holiday Monday, uh, and we will be closed. Uh, we won't be open, so there won't be any orders until the Tuesday, Wednesday, the following week. Um, we're expecting to be busy as well, so do get your orders in early. Um, yes, and um, um, that was the news, actually. I don't think I've got anything else. Yeah, okay. We should go on to focus on. Um, this week's focus on is on Malawi uh, and Malawi coffee production. That's where this week's coffee's from. So coffee uh, was introduced by missionaries sometime in the 1800s. Um, there are currently about 3,000 to 4,000 smallholder coffee farmers um, and they're all cooperative. So you've got Misuku, Foka, Vipia, um, South East Mazimba, I can't remember the others, but anyway, um, they're, they're mainly based in the north of Malawi. Um, produce around about 350 to 400 metric tons annually which is no great big deal at all really um, if, to put that into context like you know that we would use all of that in around about a year and a bit uh, maybe a year and a half um, so yeah it's a very very small producer um, but are producing some very interesting lots like this week so that was focus on so this one comes from the Vipia North Hills um, on grassland overlooking Lake Malawi. It is a mixed varietal lot of Nikia, which is a dwarf hybrid of Katimor 129, which has been developed in Malawi, and the much prized Geisha. 
Now, Geisha is a very old, very rare varietal that has gained uh, lots of news coverage in the previous years. years. It's particularly low yielding, uh, vulnerable to disease and pests, um, but very tasty. Nikia is the opposite. It's a high yielding, hardy, strong, um, but these Catimore hybrids have got a little bit of a bad press um, and less desirable to the coffee buyer who perhaps doesn't taste the coffee so much. Uh, luckily for us, this coffee was part of a competition where the lots were cooked blindly. Um, it's called the Taste of Harvest competition. Um, it's a competition that's held in a few African countries. I was judging the Kenyan comp competition this year. Um, and this one came first. Out of all of the coffees that were entered, this was the outright number one winner. Um, and uh, very excited to, to have this coffee. Um, very lucky to have it. It's it's not a massive lot. It's a good sized lot, but it's not a massive lot. Um, and um, yeah, it, it's it's a co-op that we've bought from before. It's around about 85 kilometers south of Mazimba um, and about 165 kilometers south of Mizuzu, which is the regional capital. Um, yet when we had this coffee last time we knew very little about it um, this year we know around about the same I think it was 2011 last time we had it and last time we had it it was just the geisha lot um, I think this lot is actually improved by having this Catimore uh, hybrid in there I think it makes it more balanced and uh, adds some more sweetness and some body and uh, kind of calms down the acidity um, it's a fully washed coffee submerged in water um, and then dried uh, the parchment is placed on beds to dry the surface water and then is um, transferred to uh, other beds in layers about three to five centimeters so very very thin um, and it's turned fairly regularly um, the temperatures get quite hot in Malawi so it's very important that they turn it regularly otherwise it can crack and break the parchment and and, uh, and damage the cup um, this is fairly typical practice for Africa you know the washed coffees are definitely the uh, the majority of what you find unless you go to a place like Ethiopia and, and I'm thinking like northern Ethiopia Sahara um, as I said, I think this varietal being added to the mix makes this coffee super more complex and in a really, really good way. Like, when I saw it had got this Nikia in, I was like, oh, I really liked the Geisha a lot last year. Like, well, last year, 2011, but it's really good that we've, uh, we've been, we've, it was cupped blind and out of all of the lots that we cupped, it was by far our favourite. So we should talk about the figures. Uh, the country's Malawi, it's from the northern uh, northern parts of, uh, of Malawi on the lakes, on the shores of Lake uh, Malawi. Um, it's nearest city is Mazimba. The co-op is called Masese. Um, it's uh, has an altitude of 1600 to 1900 meters above sea level. The varietals are Nikia and Geisha, and it is a fully washed, submerged, underwater um, coffee. And that's everything I know about it. So we're going to go to the map bit now, and this is probably the worst map bit we've had in a long, long time. Uh, I particularly blame the importers. Um, they've helped us bring this. So, Chris, I know you're watching, and I'm going to come and get you.
I don't think we should call this week's the map bit. I think we should call it the very vague and it's over there somewhere bit. Um, but let's zoom up. Uh, and instead of going across the Atlantic as we normally do, we're going south to the massive, huge continent of Africa. Um, the birthplace of coffee, of course. Although that's contested a little. Some say it's in Ethiopia. But I was reading a book recently that says that Yemen could be the first place where actually coffee was grown. So um, an interesting tidbit for you there because I'm really going to fill on this one. But Malawi, um, here's our fact about it. It is nicknamed the warm heart of Africa due to its incredibly friendly people. And I very much hope that next year I can go out and find that out myself because I really want to visit Malawi this year. Um, it's on my list of places I have to go to. And it's purely because of this coffee because I need to find out where it's from so I can actually get some coordinates. Um, but here we're zooming down to uh, Lake Malawi. Whoever named that one was uh, taking imagination pills that day. Um, it's an area of 29,600 square kilometres. Uh, it's 500 metres above sea level. And it's a length of 580 kilometres. That is one big, huge lake. Now, um, you can see just down there, there was Mazuma and Mazimba. These are coffees that we've had in the past. So I'm guessing that the coffee growing range is actually to the left of this a little bit, where this, this week's coffee is from. But I really... I don't have any coordinates. When I asked the uh, importer um, if they could send them to me, they went, yeah, yeah, we'll get that done. That was a week and a half ago. And I couldn't wait any longer to share it with you. So lowest point is uh, 37 metres above sea level. Um, that's because it's landlocked. And uh, 3,000 metres above sea level is the highest point. So not massively high. And that was the map bit. So I apologise, a vague map bit, but there's not a lot you can do about it when you don't have any info on it. Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, I should have I should have waited, but I wanted to share it with you, and it was a coffee that I just had to get out. I, I know a few of you on Twitter when I've sent out the email saying that you haven't had anything from Malawi and you're looking forward to it, and I, I, I would love to hear your feedback on... Um, if this is a good coffee or not. Well, it is a good coffee, but whether you think it's a good coffee. Um, right, I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go and get tasty and delicious drink. Actually, no, I'm not. What am I doing? Roland, where are you? I'm not, appreci I'm not appreciated, you know. He nearly forgot me. I'm very important to in my mug. Uh, anyway, my daft fact of the week. Malawi is a very small country. In fact, over a third of it is Lake Malawi. Tiny, 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 but 16 million people. A very small country um, and also has um, quite extreme poverty, a lot of health issues. I think 83 of every thousand children don't live past the age of, uh, of five, which is incredibly sad. Um, it's a country that um, relies very heavily on agriculture. Um, and the more I've been reading about it, the more it's somewhere I would really like to go. I really, really would like to go. Anyway, um, time to whack you on pause this time, get tasting delicious drinks, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Coffee time! Coffee time! 
So, uh, time for the espresso. Now, I haven't tried this coffee as espresso. Um, it's that new. Uh, it only arrived late last week. But it has all the things I expect from it. So, the first thing is you get a lot of floral hit with it. There's like very flowery, uh, very coffee blossom like. But there's an interesting kind of sweetness there. I'm getting a little bit of toffee. Um, and a really, really interesting mouthfeel. Um, I'm not sure about it as an espresso. It's a citrus, like the sort of acidity in espresso for me don't work so well. I know lots of you guys love it. Um, but look at that. I don't know if you can see that on the camera. Let's see if I can get it closer. Look at that. Good work. Good work, Chris. Good work. So, the milk dulls down the acidity a little bit, but because of that florality, it's a little bit overpowered by the milk, and you get a lot of milk and not so much, not so much coffee. Again, maybe, maybe not for me, um, but this is definitely where it's gonna shine. Um, I got called a barista last week. So in the Brewer's Cup, at the uh, on the Saturday they wanted everybody who'd competed that day to come up and they said can all the baristas come up and I turned to Estelle um, who was there and I said like what about me she said no you're a barista now so I'm a barista now as well as a roaster regularly finishing finals that's my second second Brewers Cup final in two years <laughs> come me okay so this for me is where this coffee comes alive this for me is one of my favorite brewed coffees of the last 12 months floral big flowers lots and lots of flowers citrus lemon very very distinct lemon but again like the espresso little bit of a left turn toffee you get a real sweetness and a thick gloopy mouthfeel that just rushes me back to childhood to um Drinking, drinking chocolate milkshakes, Nesquik chocolate milkshakes. It really has that false chocolatey flavour, very creamy, milky, but mouthfeel as well. It's very thick and gloopy. Um, it's delicious. It really is one of the best brewed coffees I've had in a long, long time. Uh, right up there for me was, yeah, when we cooked it, it was just like, this is, I've got to use this for the Brewers Cup. and and. and We've rushed it out to get it out for the in my mug. Rushed it out in a way that I was still right doing the write up this morning. I was still hoping to get the coordinates for the map bit, which I haven't. You know, still pushing to get stuff, but it is amazing. It's a great coffee, well worth it. Um, well worth the uh, the rushing of it out, and I hope you enjoy it too. Um, okay, thank you very much for joining me as always. Uh, it's a pleasure. Three hundred and thirty-three. It's a lot of episodes. Um, yeah an awful lot of episodes um do remember life is definitely too short for bad coffee <laughs>